0: Within the far reaches of deep space, there remain unknown planets, journeys into galaxies yet uncharted. Stellar exploration is the newfound adventure. High above Earth's windy skies, a thousand miles in space, a large wheeling disk lazily drifts in orbit a space station whose official designation is the Arthur C. Clarke Astronomical Observatory. To those living and working aboard, it is simply called Starlab. Their lives and adventures become our story on the threshold of alien worlds. The Niner. Roger. Uh, this is Mission Control. You're cleared for EVA.
1: Stand by, Mission Control. We have a red code report from Level C radio telescope. Roger, Starlab Control. Go ahead. Starlab Control, this is the spectral analysis officer at Level C. Our radio telescope interferometry has detected unusual sunspot activity at a bearing of 409. er Thanks, Bill. Keep us posted. What's going on, Jerry? I'm not sure, Tim, but we're gonna find out. Starlight Control, this is Telescope 4, Level D. We're tracking with Level C. Uh, yeah, Ken. Solar graphs show high density activity. All right, Level D. Uh, print through the data on the ICM recorder, please. Right, Control. It's online. Look at this. What? That's more solar activity in the last two minutes than we've seen in two years.
0: I'd better call Dr. Cassidy. Meanwhile, on Earth, the effect of the sun's strange activity begins. <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri, 8.05 p.m. Good evening, Mr. Jennings. Good to see you again. Well, thanks, Ron. Now, would the two of you care for a bottle of wine? Yes, yeah, I, mean, uh, I yeah. I that's a good idea. <laughs> Great. The usual, run. All right. Well, I'm certain you'll love the food here, So, uh. It's a very special place. It's uh, been a favorite spot of mine for years. Mm. I've known the owner a long time, too. What's that? Huh, that's strange. And probably just a heavy truck going by on the street outside.
1: <gasps> My God, Roger. It's a nice place.
0: Tidal waves and temperature shifts around the globe slowly intensify. A solar mystery unfolds. And back on Starlab, the disorder becomes even more apparent. 2130 hours. The Starlab Control, this is scope 4,
1: level D. We've just tracked a third major flare-out on the sun's Earth side. Level D, begin all radio telescope recorders. Feed us an audio scan. Uh, Plug in the Mycroft computers. Roger. Mycroft on. Log on scanners.
2: Hi, Dr. Cassidy. Thanks for coming up here. I knew you'd want to know. All right, Tim. Now, what's going on? The three of our main telescopes are tracking the sun.
3: Yes, and?
2: Analysis indicates an incredible amount of solar flaring and abnormal sunspot activity.
1: Earth stations are reporting earthquakes, tidal waves, and various other abnormalities.
2: We've begun tracking confirmation through our Mycroft computer center. Okay, Tim. This is spectral analysis
1: level C. We have a priority report. Uh, this is control level C. Go ahead.
0: Jerry, I can't believe what we're seeing up here. What is it? It looks like we may be headed for a singularity condition on the sun.
1: Singularity? Uh, you mean the sun's going out? Bill, are you sure? Uh, listen, we'll send Tim up there right now. We'll need all your current graphs and radiation scan reports. Okay, Jerry.
3: And Bill, you'd better set up radar solar tracking operations, too. All right, Dr. Cassidy. Tim, you'd better get up there now. Get all the graphs and Mycroft
2: readings. Okay, Dr. Cassidy.
3: I'm not looking forward to telling the ISA the sun is going dead.
0: Knowledge concerning energy had become an important property to man. But the idea of the sun going out prematurely represents a new and very unusual situation for Dr. Cassidy and Starlab's research people. The beginning of a dark nightmare in the light of alien worlds. continues to those aboard Starlab, a shiny rotating observatory high above earth the sun seemed to be going dead radio telescopes reveal a once fiery sun darkening research director mara cassidy contacts the international space authority this is the isa
3: dr cassidy are you there
0: yes commissioner we a 20-degree temperature shift in the last hour in the Sahara, Ma. The satellite charts show glacier movement at the poles. It looks like an eclipse. What the hell's going on up
3: there? We don't know exactly what's happening yet, but our Mycroft computer terminal shows readings that indicate the sun is losing electromagnetic energy at a rate greater than normal. We may be headed for a gravitational
2: collapse. Pardon me, Dr. Cassidy. The mass proximity indicator is registering... Not now, Tim. I- I've got... Dr. Cassidy, are you setting
3: up solar radiation scanning? A what? Solar scanning? Oh, uh, yes, yes, we're working on it, sir. Tim, have communications patch Mycroft through to the ISA computers. Uh, right. Commissioner White, I'm having our computer tech supply your office with a duplicate of our current information tapes. You'll have everything we've got shortly. Yes.
0: Yes, Doctor. My terminal is receiving it now. Hey, is this right? It can't be.
3: I'm afraid so, Commissioner White. We've got about 60 hours before the sun reaches Singularity, and Earth freezes solid.
4: What can we do to help?
3: Well, first of all, we need you to send an S.E.T. up here right away. We need to make a house call.
4: Well, the only space exploration team I've got for immediate Mars that can handle this is Delta-1. One. Delta-1? One?
3: Oh, wait a minute. That's Graydon, right? Captain John Graydon?
4: And Buddy
0: Griff. That's right, Ma.
3: Oh, no, Commissioner. Isn't there anyone else you could send us?
0: I'm sorry, Doctor. That's the team. We'll launch immediately. The ETA is uh, 3 hours, 10 minutes. Keep us informed,
3: Ma. Huh? Yes, sir. We'll keep you informed. Out.
1: Dr. Cassidy, what's wrong?
3: I can't believe they're sending Buddy Griff up here. <laughs> they might as well let the damn
4: sun go out.
3: Delta-1, SET command. Report to ISA pre-launch immediately.
4: What? Oh, we just got in. Oh, you can't get a spare minute anywhere anymore. Oh, come on, Captain. Let's just finish this hand, huh? Oh, we better pass for now, Buddy. We better get down there. Pass? The man's 18 in back of me. I got a hot 21, and he says pass. It's just a game. We can pick it up later. It's just a game. (laughs) I'll say it's just a game. All right, all right. ISA says jump, and Captain John Graydon jumps. That's how come you're a bloody hero, and I'm just a lover. And that's the story of your life, right, buddy?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Cassidy, I just got back from spectral analysis. The mass proximity indicators are registering some kind of solid object near the sun. It's like a planetoid. Oh,
3: Tim, don't be silly. The MPI is probably reading solar flare-off gas.
2: But I think there's something there. Don't
3: worry about it, Tim. Besides, the problem right now is the SCT crew they're sending us.
2: i, I don't understand. Isn't that the next logical step?
3: Logical step, yes. Logical team, no. Especially with Buddy Griff.
2: Buddy Griff?
3: Captain John Graydon's co-pilot. The Prince of Pomposity.
2: John Graydon. I met him just after he got back from Altair. He's a great pilot. I remember a lecture he gave our Academy class in 2010.
3: It's not John who worries me. It's Griff. During the Altair mission, my father was with them. Buddy made a very bad judgment error with a photon laser. It caused my father's death.
2: Oh, Doctor, I'm sorry. I had no idea.
3: Yes. Well, never mind. I'll deal with that later. Well, let's get up to spectral analysis and take a look at this planetoid of
2: yours. I'm really worried about this, Doctor. I have a theory that this object is affecting the sun. Now... Don't ask me how the devil it got there. Tim,
3: pull yourself together.
0: Hi, fellas. Graydon, Commissioner White. Griff. Hey, keep usin', Chief. Listen, man, we've got problems with the sun. Heavy solar activity that needs some first hand observation. You'll be briefed on Starlab by Dr. Cassidy. Starlab, huh? That's right. They're expecting you right away. You'd better get over to launch control now. Wait, have I got time to get some cigarettes? <laughs> Come
4: on, buddy. Let's go.
0: Lock tanking secured. Lock
1: sagging secured. You are cleared for launch. 2030 Your trajectory is 010 degrees.
4: Market control 010 zero, zero degrees. Give my regards to Earth Control. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Roger, Delta 1, you have All systems go. Oh man, I just love a good
1: rocket ride. <laughs>
2: Launch Control reports Delta-1 liftoff, Dr. Cassidy. Their ETA is a little less than two hours. All
3: right, Tim. Keep me informed.
2: Yes, Doctor. Uh, there's more data coming in on the mass proximity indicator. What do you mean? Instruments show a planet-sized mass does exist. It's roughly on the same plane of the ecliptic, someplace inside the orbit of Venus.
3: A planet? In the orbit of Venus? You're crazy, Tim.
2: I realize it sounds bizarre, Look,
3: but... Tim, we both checked the radio telescope reports from spectral analysis. There were no visible signs of any planetoid. Well, there must be something wrong with the MPI. Have the technicians compu scan the circuits.
2: But, Dr. Cassidy... And
3: when Delta-1 docs bring them to my office.
2: Yes, doctor.
0: As the sun's unusual activity continues... Starlab researchers work around the clock to unlock the mystery. Tim has found a clue, which Dr. Cassidy believes to be a fluke. Computer error? Maybe. But what Tim may have found could be the first sign of alien worlds. Strange solar activity threatens the survival of Earth. A solar exploration team is sent to investigate under the direction of Dr. Mara Cassidy at Starlab, a space observatory. There is little time.
2: Dr. Cassidy? Yes, Tim. Delta One reporting
4: Captains Graydon and Griff.
3: Thank you, Tim. Come in, gentlemen.
4: Hello, Dr. Cassidy. Good to see you again.
3: Hello, Captain Graydon. Griff.
4: Hiya, Doc. Hey, where's the hero's welcome? No band, no parade, no hats and horns. I I thought this was a big deal.
3: Like the big deal with my father, right?
4: Oh, look, lady, there were problems for all of us on Altair. What happened with your father could have involved anybody. It just happened to be me.
3: That's right, buddy. It just happened to be you.
4: All right, you two. Enough of this. We've got work to do. Can you tell us why we're here, Doctor?
3: Well, you've observed the unusual solar activity during the past few hours. Yes,
4: of course. We were wondering if there are any solar collecting activities that could be causing this.
3: No, we've checked that. There's something going on with the sun itself. That's why we need you. To take pictures and run solar tests close up. Before it goes dead.
4: Dead? The sun? Oh, Doc, you've been out without a spacesuit too long. That's impossible.
3: No. I'm afraid it's not impossible, buddy. Watch the computer terminal. Tim?
4: Right. That's frightening. Wow,
2: what's our bottom line?
3: I want you to get as close as you can.
2: We'll have you patched into the
4: Mycroft computer.
3: We can then direct you from that point as to what to do next.
4: Oh, just what I need to end up as barbecued spaceman. We better get rolling. Right.
3: Uh, Tim, take Captains Graydon and Griff down to mission control. All right. Good luck, you two.
4: We'll get the story for you, Maura. Yeah, and if you're real good, we'll sell you the rights. Quiet
2: i didn't expect you to at star Lab so quick oh we didn't either tim but we had this tailwind a tailwind <laughs> right uh, by the way captain Graydon, i feel i should tell you there's something out there by the sun oh really what do you mean tim i have a theory about all this theory what theory about what well I'm certain there's a planetoid out there next to the sun, drawing off energy.
4: A planetoid? You think it's alien? Well, let me put it this way. It's
2: not ours. We haven't been able to track it visually because of the glare from the sun's rays, so I can't prove my
4: theory yet. Hmm. Uh, we'll keep an
2: eye out, Tim. Thanks for the tip. Uh, Right. So long, and good luck.
4: Thanks, Tim. Delta-1, you are T-minus 30. Launch. Roger, Starlab Control. T-minus 28 and counting. Channel 775 locked, transfers online, check. Starlight Control, we're on the grid. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift away!
0: As Delta One moves into the black depth of space, Captains Graydon and Griff set a course for a dying sun.
4: We're getting close. Is shielding operational? It is now, Captain. Delta-1, this is Starland. We scope you at 214 degrees, bearing 030. We have visual radio telescope contact with you. MPI shows a planet-sized mass close to your present position. You are off course by 0.2.5 degrees. Have you visual... Starlab. Starlab, this is Delta-1. Do you receive? Over. What the... Skipper? What's happening, buddy? Where's our power? The main rockets just went branchless. Flame out. We've lost our maneuvering power. The radio's gone, too. Fire retros. I am, Skipper. Nothing. They're like a plate of cold spaghetti. We're being pulled off course. The compass has gone berserk. What is happening? Buddy, what the devil is that? What? Where? Look, over here, through the infrared viewing screen, off the port side. Where did that come from? It's huge. It's definitely not an asteroid. No, it's too spherical. Well, whatever it is, we're being pulled towards it. Look at the size of that thing! I wonder if that's what Tim was babbling about. You don't suppose... What, Captain? Never mind. That's the strangest-looking thing I've ever seen. It's gotta be some kind of a giant vehicle. Like a planetoid, Captain? I didn't really want to say it. Ah, yeah, I know. Well, hang on, Captain. We're on a collision course with it.
2: Dr. Cassidy, look! On the tracking screen, Delta-1! It's... it's gone! What's happened to them? They vanished! Right off the screen, the scopes, the radios, everything! They're gone! I knew it! Keep trying to establish contact. We've got to locate them!
4: Hey, Captain, what happened? Who turned out the lights, buddy? We're inside Tim's planetoid. What? Oh man, I must have blacked out. Look, over there. An opening. That's where we must have come in. Hey, what's that? Something's outside the hatch door. I think we've got company. I, uh, I hope that's the name of the hotel. Disembark your craft. You are under Margav control. Do not resist. I guess we better do as he says, buddy. They look pretty gruesome. Really? (laughs) Alien beings. We've made contact with aliens. I am Golgon of the Margav Confederacy. Come, with us. I'm Captain John Graydon, ISA Terra. Where are you taking us? I always knew I should have taken foreign languages. Alright, don't get pushy. Get your claws off me! Boy, are you weird looking! I know of no Mark Kemp Confederacy, at least in this galaxy. Well, me neither, Chief. Wow. This must be the lobby. Commander Konar, we have intruders on Voltar intruders? By what reason do you come to Baltar? Uh, Well, Doc, you see, we really didn't plan on it. Uh, You might say we sort of fell into it, you know what I mean? Why do you approach Baltar, sun miners? Sun miners? We're from Terra, Earth. We're not intruders. We're on an emergency mission. Our sun is dying. Uh, Captain, we've just stumbled onto the reason. I am Tsar Konar, commander of the mar Confederacy fifth galaxy of tremion you are intruders look commander corner we were pulled off our mission by you you have entered forbidden space marcap space marcap space what are you doing to our sun we collect and store great energy from many suns. yours is not the first yeah well listen you sun stealers Earth can't survive without that energy. Then you shall perish. We take suns in many galaxies. It must be so for have existence. Hey, no way, you, you oversized tin termite. We're not going to stand for this. Buddy, no, don't. Arr, earthy, hey, buddy, are you all right? It's all right, Captain, run for it. I'll handle these things. Seize them. Run for it, Skip! Get out of here! Buddy, are you crazy? Run! Damn it! In here. I'll duck behind the skirter. Okay, now down this quarter. Through here! Oh, which ramp? Which ramp? That one, that's it! There! There's the ship! cover oh, all right i made it oh no i sure hope that energy field is null come on baby come on fly delta one fire damn it all right delta one now let's get the hell out of here i'm moving the force field is null good instruments show me clear i'm through i've made it I can't believe it! Oh no, wait a minute, what's what's that pull? Oh no, they've got a pressure beam on me. I've got to go FTL, quick. Okay, I'm out of their orbit. Oh wait, Buddy, what about Buddy? I've got to get back, I've got to get help. I can't just leave him there. Starlab Control, this is Delta-1. Come in, Starlab Control. This is Starlab Control. Starlab, thank God. This is Delta-1. I've been overtaken. We've been in contact with alien beings. Delta-1, where are you both? You've been on for The planetoid. Tim was right. It does exist. There are aliens.
0: John Graydon uses every faculty to blast free of the Marcab aliens and return to Starlab.
4: Call themselves Marcabs. Buddy's still inside. We've got to get him out.
0: Thoughts of what he just experienced raced through his mind at laser speed. It is imperative to warn Starlab and Earth. The threat is no longer theory, it is reality. Graydon and Griff have made contact with alien worlds. The Sun Stealers was written by Mike Hodell and Lee Hansen. Associate producer Jeff Allen. Music director, Tom Rounds. Our engineer was Stu Jacobs. Assistance to the producer, Lori Tyler and Aaron O'Neill. Technical consultant, Peter Skye. Alien Worlds was created, produced, and directed by Lee Hansen and is distributed by Watermark Incorporated. And so, until next time... This is Roger Dressler inviting you to join us for the conclusion of The Sun Stealers on Alien Worlds.